It's time for Ultimate Bass, your all-bass fishing radio show. For the next hour, Ultimate Bass will take you fishing around the country and across the street in pursuit of America's favorite game fish. Ultimate Bass puts you in the boat with the world's best bass anglers and tournament pros, bringing you the latest in tackle, techniques, technology, and just plain talk. And now, here's the host of Ultimate Bass, tournament pro Kent Brown. How about how about now, Chris? Now I can hear it. Wow. I was the one dropping my coffee getting out of the truck this morning. I was the one that did major cup damage that uh, I didn't notice until I poured another cup, Chris. And Well, you're the one in there not pushing the right button. So we're a hell of a team this morning, buddy. I, uh, I like that. Sep, Sep, I know you're on the road on the way in. Just turn around and go back home. Chris and I will wing it for another three hours, just like we did last weekend because, ugh, God. Sorry about that, guys. Last weekend, the uh, signal falling off every once in a while from uh, Gone Fishing Marine. Thanks, Sep, to uh, take time out of his busy vacation to uh, to help us, uh, keep us uh, from crashing into the rocks. He was navigating this whole thing from uh, Eagle Lake. So uh, it, was, uh, it wasn't so bad during Ultimate Bass. It got worse during California Sportsman. So, hey, what's with this weather, guys? Are you ready for it to quit raining? I'm, uh, man, it seems like... Uh, Every weekend, every weekend, and uh, and you know what? It's just it's killing our tackle stores and our boat dealers and our resorts and our hotels and our God everything. You know, it's just uh, nobody wanting to go fishing. Hey, this weekend the big Yamamoto Open on the California Delta two days. Some of you guys are probably driving down to the Delta today, and uh, you're gonna want to uh, stick around and listen today. Um, about 20 minutes with Gary Dobbins talking Yamamoto baits coming up. We uh, we caught up with Gary this week and uh, just talked about, man, the baits, the colors, the hooks, the line, the rods. Which one would you be fishing? Where would you be fishing it? Kind of a an in-depth pick his brain. Uh, what would you be doing with the Yamamoto stuff? So uh, kind of a... Kind of cool to catch up with Gary and get that kind of information for uh, for all of us actually. So it was uh, it was fun. We have a new California bass fishing state champion. Yesterday, uh, Tom Leo Grand and the crew wrapped it up over uh, at Clear Lake, the second California bass championship um, that we've had. Remember uh, last year, Dale Ball won the event, but uh, this year a new guy. We almost had an old guy that all of us know. Um, he was the day one leader, but, uh, he wound up just, uh, about two pounds short, um, short, get it. Uh, he was in second, our old buddy, double G, Greg Gutierrez, Greg, uh, finished in second, but Chris Childers, uh, won the tournament, Chris from Southern California. He had 1837 day one, a six, one big fish and, uh, came in day two with 2377 on clear, like a 629 big fish and, uh, took the uh, top prize, took the trophy, took the cash. Uh, 42-14, two days efficient up on Clear Lake. Gutierrez was second, 40-68. Uh, Brian Trudeau in third with 39-42. Sean Stafford from Fairfield, 38-76. Uh, Jay Short in fifth. Dan Wells in sixth. Steve Yee in seventh. Bryant Smith in eighth. Uh, Chris Frank in ninth. Dale Ball, last year's champion, rounds out the top ten. Uh, 34-66 for Ball. Um, fishing pretty good, obviously up on, uh, up on Clear Lake, you know, these guys were fishing by themselves. Um, eight nineteen. Brian Trudeau looked like a big fish of the tournament, but pretty good fishing over on Clear Lake. It looks like, uh, looks like they're catching some. I know I talked to Greg yesterday and he said he, uh, 
he caught them, just uh, caught a bunch of them. So he caught 20, 30 fish each day and uh, caught them on a drop shot, on a weightless worm, on a Cinco, on a frog. Um, caught them sight fishing, doing just a, a multitude of different things over on Clear Lake. And hopefully, uh, I, I talked to him last night, Chris Childers, the new champion. I uh, I did talk to him last night as he was driving back to Southern California. He said he was going to get into Southern to SoCal around oh, 4 o'clock in the morning. So he was going to try to call in this morning. Um, we might be able to uh, catch up with him too, not sure, but um, we'll give him a try. But congratulations to Chris. And, uh, you know, this is a great concept, guys. I don't know. I don't know if Tom Leo Grant's going to keep this around or not. Tom's done a great job with that, he and Mike Toby. And um, they've done a great job with it. And, uh, yeah, we could uh, all do a better job promoting some of the things we uh, we do. And, and, uh, and I think that's maybe the case to get the word out to some of the guys that are Bass Club-level fishermen and um, some of the team guys, Future Pro Tour guys, Western Rookie League guys, to get them out there and fishing on their own in the boat. Uh, but a great concept, you know, based on the U.S. Open golf tournament concept. You know, you you fish a qualifier, you fish a regional, you go on to the championship. You make the championship, you automatically go to the the uh, regional qualifier next year. So, I mean, it's it's a cool concept. I hope it works. I hope they keep it around. It's affordable. It's a good time. And you know, you go down the list of guys that have uh, that have qualified for this thing that have kind of taken a step back and said, yeah, you know, I'm going to fish it and. And go, you know, one bass angler of the year, Paul Bailey. Um, he was in, uh, he was in eleventh. Paul had, uh, you know, a decent tournament. Kyle Rasmussen fishing it. Uh, Greg Troughton, um, some of the guys from, you know, down on the California Delta. And there was a bunch of us that uh, that fished uh, throughout the year, whether we were in the regionals or uh, or a qualifier that uh, that didn't make it all the way to the championship. I did last year, and uh, it was a really cool concept. So hopefully it will work, whether they uh, continue it or they get somebody else to continue it. Um, Give it a look, guys. Great, uh, great event and uh, and a great concept. Okay, you guys are headed down to the Yamamoto Open uh, this weekend out of Russo's Marina. Um, you know what? Text us in the uh, KHTK studio. Give us a text, 441140. Tell me what Yamamoto bait you're going to be fishing on the California Delta. I want to... I want to see uh, what you guys are going to be doing down there. So uh, give us, throw us a text. Tell us uh, 44, 11, 40. You never know. I might give something away. I might give a prize away or something um, for, uh, I don't know, you know, the, the fifth texter or something. Who knows? You never know what I might pull out here uh, and figure it out. Hey, the FLW Tour is uh, fishing on the Potomac River, and I've got several calls uh, this week. Our uh, Western guys kind of, uh, kind of panicked. What's up? Where's Reynolds? Uh, you know, Mike Reynolds, he's in third place in the point standings um, on the FLW Tour, and that's in the major events, not in the Opens, and uh, the Opens kind of an additional event this year. Um, Mike, Randy McAbee, several of our guys only fishing the Opens. They're not fishing... Um, they're not fishing the, or only fishing the, the majors. They're not fishing the tour event. So, um, just, uh, just so you guys know, nothing wrong with Reynolds. He was not signed up for this tournament and it is not going to affect him in the point standings. Um, he's, uh, he's, he's fine, but, uh, we do have one, uh, one Western guy made the top 20 cut back there. Um, good to see him, uh, good to see him make another cut. Clifford Perch, he's, uh, he's fishing good, man. He's having a great year. Clifford, uh, gosh, he made the cut just, uh, several different places this year but uh cool to see uh you know clifford winning back there and then and now uh and now uh, making the uh the cut again on the potomac but uh, several of our western guys did well and picked up the ten thousand dollar checks back there um last year's uh second place runner-up 
on the uh, on the California Delta. Um, he's where where did he wind up at? I saw him on the list. I saw him uh, saw him on there somewhere. Where did he go? He was uh, Jason Cordiali's in twenty third. That was cool. See Jason uh, make a check back there. Um, it was good to see uh, Brent Ayler, obviously, cashing another check. Brett Height cashing another check. You never know. Uh, you know, those guys never really fall out of that list very, very far. They're uh, they're always right there. But gosh darn, I thought I saw. I thought I said, ah, well, I'm looking at the FLW website. It's way too early in the morning to try to scan that and do a radio show at the same time. But um, just running down the list, several of our guys doing doing well back there. Uh, Leon Knight, there he is, 34th, having a good tournament. Leon now living in Gunnersville, Alabama. So Leon picking up a check as well. So several of our Western guys, Ton Lee uh, picking up a check, B. Height, Ayler, uh, several of those guys doing well back on the Potomac River. But the other guy to watch is there's a ton of Bassmaster uh, Elite Series fishermen fishing this event because it is an open event. Um, several of the guys to watch is, uh, well, mainly uh, the guy leading it, Bobby Lane, uh, one of the best grass fishermen in the country. Second place, kind of the kind of the local back there, uh, what a lot of guys figure is the local anyway. In Maryland, uh, Ike, Mike Iconelli in second. So uh, Ike having a good tournament back there. A lot of the guys, Rumbanis, uh, uh, Luke Lawson, several of those guys back there fishing, uh, fishing that event. So going to be cool to... Uh, to watch that one and uh, and see how that goes. My new boat is in. It's here, finally. Um, I think I get to pick it up this afternoon. It's uh, sitting down there in the rigging department of Gone Fishing Marine. Uh, Mark and the crew are uh, rigging my new TR21HP Triton. Um, 250 Pro XS, all my Lorances, my uh, uh, Motor Guide 109. The boat is beautiful. It turned out really, really good. And uh, looking forward to maybe getting it on the water. I don't know. I may just have to don rain gear and do it tomorrow. I don't know. But uh, uh, it should be good to uh, just get the darn thing home and, and get my tackle loaded in it. It's been a long time. I've been uh, without a boat for a while. So uh, pretty cool to actually get my uh, get my new boat in. You guys will see it around. I'm sure we'll have it at uh, some of the tournaments and uh, uh, the frog tournament. I'm sure we'll, uh, we'll have it there. And um, but uh, kind of cool to finally get my new uh, my new darn boat home. So it was uh, that was a good thing. And uh, I want to thank Mark and uh, the crew down at Gone Fishing Marine. Boy, they jumped right on it and got it going and uh, got it got uh, got the motor hung on it and uh, it showed up. It didn't have anything on it. So um, I took Mark a truckload of stuff down there. Oh, I, th- I don't think the Triton truck was out of the parking lot before um, before he uh, he had it to me. So uh, so that was kind of cool. It was fun to. Uh, uh, fun to put that together. And today I will be uh, hanging out at Bucks Outboards for their big open house. Uh, 47th Avenue, I think, is where they're at. Uh, Bucks Outboard going to be hanging out down there with Lenny LaPenta and all the guys. Uh, got several guys in there doing seminars. I think uh, Alan Fong's going to make it by down there. Uh, Don Paganelli's going to be there. Don's a, one of the guides on Folsom, does a great job. Uh, we'll get a chance to talk to uh, to a whole bunch of guys. Hey, he he fished two straight days. He drove um, all the way to Southern California, put it on the trailers, put the straps on, drove it to Southern California. Um, I'm sure he ran most of the way on adrenaline. Uh, he is our new California State Championship uh, champion, and we're going to uh, we're joined live this morning. Um, kind of cool. I want to want to thank you for calling in our uh, our new champion, Chris Childers. Did you make it all the way to SoCal, buddy? Yeah, I sure did. It's uh, it was a long haul, and I uh, had to have my buddy drive a couple hours because I, I really, I was, I had adrenaline for a couple of while, but yeah, it was it was a long trip. That, ad- back that adrenaline starts running out about uh, Santa Nella, Kettleman City, doesn't it? Isn't that where it about kicks in, or does it make it all the way to Button Willow? Uh, I, I made it past 
Past the, the Delta, and then I was uh, I was pretty much done. <laughs> pretty pretty much done. Well, congratulations, man! A great finish um, up at Clear Lake uh, the past two days, the California State Championship, forty two fourteen. Good bag yesterday, twenty three pounds. That was pretty awesome. How'd you catch him? Uh, well, you know, I had two patterns going. Uh, my main pattern was a jig pattern, uh-huh. um, and and that's what I thought I'd be doing for two days straight. I had a backup bed fishing pattern and uh actually the day one i went out and uh threw my jig and i didn't get bit and uh, i went to like three or four spots didn't get bit so uh i went bed fishing were you fishing the uh, jig on structure was that what you were doing offshore yeah i was just fishing main lake rock piles like the you know the biggest rock piles i could find pretty mm-hmm. much mm-hmm. Yeah. and i'm um, in the middle of the lake too the rock piles in the middle of the lake i was right. using like you know half ounce and three quarter ounce jigs just you know working it really slow Right. Do you uh, do you fish Clear Lake much, Chris? Have you been up there much? I've been to Clear Lake three times in the past for the ABA TOC uh, championships. Which is always in October, and the lake's about six or eight feet lower than it is now, usually. Oh, yeah. It, yeah. Was, it was mind-boggling to see that lake five, six feet up. You know, I've never seen it like that before, and it was, you know, it was unreal. Yeah. Yeah, that was, it's cool in the spring, isn't it? <laughs> it's, oh, yeah. It's, it's kind of ugly up there sometimes in October when ABA has the championship. You know, you kind of go, wow, this is a this is a different lake. The water gets way back in the canals and way back in the trees and yeah. the tules and Yeah. I saw I saw flooded areas that I had, I had no idea that could hold water, you know. Yeah. It was, just, it was crazy up there. And the fish, the fishery is just so healthy, you know. You can just you could just tell by looking at all the backwaters and all the flues and everything that those bass have so much to eat there. That's why they're so big, you know. Exactly. So where did you qualify for? Which tournament did you qualify to get into this one? Um, I qualified at uh, Lake Nascimento. Okay. Which, which was a regional. Right. Um, and uh, I got seventh place there. On It's a spotted bass fishery in Nascimento. I got seventh place there and, uh, you know, to, to go on to the, the final. Right. Clearly. Right. That's awesome. Um, how cool was it? It wasn't real cool for him. I talked to him last night. He was still shaking his head. Um, how cool was it to beat Gutierrez? I mean, you know, there's a guy that's been to the Bassmasters Classic twice and uh, the Angler of the Year up here in uh, in Angler's Choice. It had to be kind of cool to have Greg in second. Yeah, you know, it's uh, it feels it feels great to be quite honest with you. You know, uh, I know he's he's a stick, and that's for sure. I've I've watched him on television quite a few times, and I look up to all those guys that you know. Right, Van Dam and Skeet and Greg and you know all those guys that are you know sticks that fish on TV is just that's really cool. But um, yeah, you know it, it's a great feeling to to, uh, to do do well in a tournament of this caliber, and uh, and you know finish a little bit of, above Greg as well. Yeah, I'm sure I'm sure it was. I talked to Greg last night and he uh, you know he said he just didn't get him. You know he had uh, almost 20 pounds on day two and and only, just barely 20 pounds. Uh, on day one, and he was a day one leader. But uh, yeah, that was a great finish for you. Well, buddy, we got to let you go. I know you want to get some sleep, man. Congratulations! Um, it's a great title. It'll look great on your resume. But uh, uh, better than that, you know, that had to feel pretty cool just uh, leaving clear like yesterday, knowing that uh, knowing you'd beat all those guys. Oh yeah, you know, it, it's mission accomplished, and uh, I feel great about it. And hey, I want to say thank you, Kent, for having me on Ultimate Bass this morning. Hey, no problem, bud. I appreciate it. I was glad you answered the phone last night when I called, and uh, thank Tom Leogrand for forwarding your cell phone on to me from uh, the CBC. And um, real quick, man, any sponsors you need to thank? Uh, yeah, you know what? M&K Marine and Strawberry Post Productions, I would like to thank them. You got it, buddy. You did it. Well, great job. You won the tournament, and uh, we will definitely be talking to you in the future. Okay, thank you very much, Ken. Thanks, Chris.
I think we're going to uh, I think we're going to uh, jump right into the Dobbins. Now let's take a break and we'll come back to the Dobbins interview. How's that sound? Because I throws to a pro tip and yeah, Chris, you run the control room. I'll run the well. I'll screw up the rest of it. Stick around, guys. We'll be talking Yamamoto with Gary Dobbins. Ultimate Bass with Kent Brown. We'll be right back. Hey, for years, they've been known as your saltwater headquarters. Well, they want bass fishermen to know not only are they your saltwater headquarters, but they are your bass fishing headquarters. High's Tackle Box in San Francisco, located on 40 Chestnut Avenue in South San Francisco. High's Tackle Box has all the hard-to-find stuff, all the cool stuff, Rago swim baits, the EcoPro tungsten weights that you need for punching down in the Delta, Dobbins rods, reels from all the manufacturers, a great selection of hard-to-find bass tackle. Yeah, they're your saltwater shop, but they're also your shop for fishing for bass. Highest Tackle Box in San Francisco. Lawrence Electronics is the world leader in design and manufacturing of high-quality sport fishing sonar and GPS units. And their new high-definition systems are state-of-the-art and light years ahead of the competition. If you want the highest-definition broadband fish-finding capabilities available, you need a Lowrance. Less noise, more targets, crystal clear clarity, incredible shallow and deep water performance, and expandability at no extra cost. With 45 years manufacturing experience, Lowrance products provide sportsmen with the ultimate in high performance features at competitive prices. Check out the new state-of-the-art high-definition system of sonar and GPS mapping electronics at your favorite tackle store or on the web at Lowrance.com. Hi, Seth Hendrickson from California Sportsman here with a fishing tip. Having trouble catching stripers? Try bright orange crankbaits. And speaking of bright orange, big bulky orange life jackets are a thing of the past. Today's life jackets are lightweight, comfortable, and even made specifically for anglers with lots of pockets for things like, well, bright orange crankbaits. A life jacket can save your life, but only if you wear it. So here's another tip. If you use a boat to fish, wear it, California. This message brought to you by the United States Coast Guard and the California Department of Boating and Waterways. The following is a true story from San Bernardino County Sheriff's Deputy Greg Blair. A boat was traveling less than five miles an hour. A family was on board. When they finally arrived at their destination, they didn't realize that the five-year-old had fallen overboard. And he uh, eventually floated, but that's the only way that we were able to locate him. Nine out of ten drowning victims each year were not wearing a life jacket, including this five-year-old. If it's your boat, it's your responsibility. A message from the California Department of Boating and Waterways. You have seen it on TV. You have seen it on magazine covers. And you have seen Bassmaster Classic Champions wearing it. What is Bassaholics? Bassaholics is lifestyle apparel that identifies you as an addictive bassaholic. Bassaholics is what all the top pro anglers are wearing when they aren't getting paid for the logo on their shirt. More than just t-shirts and hats. Bassaholics has a complete lineup of jackets, hoodies, long and short sleeve shirts, hats, and other great products like wraps for your iPhone, tournament jerseys, and more. Stop by your local dealer today or visit them at Bassaholics.com and upgrade your fishing and lifestyle wardrobe. If you're an addictive trophy hunter or just catch 12 inches, you're a Bassaholic. And now, back to Ultimate Bass with Kent Brown. Hey, we caught up with him this week. CNC Marine School of Bass on Thursday night. We thought we'd 
tap his mind a little bit about the Yamamoto Bait Company. Um, he might even tell you what rod you want to fish a uh, Yamamoto bait on. This weekend, the big Yamamoto Open going on the California Delta, and we had to uh, jump in with the West all-time leading money winner and Yamamoto pro staffer, Gary Dobbins. How in the world, looking at this whole selection of Yamamoto baits, do you figure out what you're going to throw? Oh, I think it's a lot like rod. You just need one of each and, uh, and head to the lake. One of each. You couldn't fit one of each, all the rods you make, in the biggest rod locker Ranger makes. Uh, we'll work on that. Just buy one of each, and then we'll, uh, we'll, we'll solve that problem later. A great selection of Yamamoto products, and a lot of the fishermen headed down to the Yamamoto Open are going to have uh, some success today on the first day of the tournament. A lot of guys are going to stink it up and go back on day two. They're going to be looking for some baits to fish with. You know, when you think Yamamoto, everybody thinks Cinco, but there's there's other baits out there that the guys really need to be looking at. You know, Kent, the thing about the Yamamoto line is, and on the Delta, I mean, they've got swim baits. Of course, they've got Cinco's in every size. You know, they've got flapping hogs that make a great punch bait. You know, the hula grubs, the single tail grubs. I mean, it all catches fish, but, you know, they even have spinner baits and buzz baits. And it's, when you say Yamamoto, you think of Cinco, but, I mean... And I'd be throwing a lot of Cinco's blue, but they make a lot of stuff. A lot of the anglers fishing the Delta get caught up with the Cinco. You know, if you go to Orville, you go to Bullard, you go to Shasta, Folsom, Berryass, a lot of guys throw the 5-inch Cinco. But it seems like uh, they all want to step up in size when they get to the Delta. What's your favorite size Cinco if you're fishing down on the Delta? You know, my favorite, and I throw like 95% of the time down there is a 6-inch. I throw it a lot. I do throw the 7-inch quite a bit. Nah, some. I thought some, but I throw the six inch the most. Just a great all-around bait. You can wig it wacky. You can nail weight it. You can do whatever you want with it. But uh, has a lot of salt in it. Big profile. You know, all largemouth down there. It's just, it's just probably the best size. Let's talk about colors. Um, you know, I get Kachia on here, and it sounds like you're taking an algebra test. He starts throwing all these colors out here, and it's it's a 293, and it's a 194, and it's a this, and it's I don't know what the hell he's talking about most of the time. So let's talk colors. Let's talk. Let's talk. What do you need? You know, I tell you what, you can't hardly go wrong with greens and browns. You know, green pumpkin, which is number 297, is hard to beat down there. You know, watermelon. You know, 194. There's a lot of good colors. It's Really, whatever your favorite color is, they'll bite it. Um, but I really like greens and browns, you know, just whatever your favorite is. And, and uh, if you're throwing five-inch, it's hard to get away from the laminate, green pumpkin, watermelon. Um, but really, just whatever you got a lot of faith in, it will work. Do you get into the, the blacks, the black and reds, the black and blues, the June bugs? Uh, do you get into that, and do you get into the fire tip? Do you get into the chartreuse-tipped baits? You know, I really don't think it's really necessary, um, but, the, but the next guy you talk to might say, oh, I've got to have a black and blue, and black and blue has never been a huge, huge color here in the West, um, not like it is back East. I mean, they don't do anything without back, black and blue, but out here, green pumpkin is probably pretty dominant. Um, the fire tips definitely, definitely work, but it's pretty hard to stay with just, that 297 is pretty, it's pretty close to me all times. Well, we talk a lot about the Cinco's and we talk about colors. What a lot of guys never really get into is rigging the bait. And uh, and let's talk, let's talk wacky rigging it. Let's talk fishing at Texas rigged. Do you ever fish it with a slip sinker? And what hooks are you fishing in each one of those applications? Boy, that's a good question. It uh, and they'll all work. Wacky is hooked in the middle, basically. Down in the delta, I'd use a pretty good size hook, probably at least a three-aught Gamagatsu. 
And, you know, it lets basically... Is it just a regular worm hook? Is it the offset worm hook? Which three-aught hook are you fishing? Well, my favorite down there in uh, in the Delta is just a straight shank three-aught round bend. Um, the old sprout style, basically. That's my favorite. But, you know, if you're using... and But I tie my own weed guards on them. So that's just kind of my own favorite. But if you hook it in the middle, you get a lot of action out of both ends of the baits. You know, another great way to do it is just Texas rig. You know, put a big 5-odd EWG super line in it. You can literally throw it at any, you know, any place. And, you know, it doesn't get snagged up because of all the toolies and reeds we have down there. And then you said something about Texas rig with uh, with a worm weight. And it makes me think back at Lake Amstead when we were fishing all that cover down there, and that was like the bait of choice down in Texas. And so I came back here, and I started putting a worm weight on it. And, man, it's a great bait. It goes right through everything with that weight. I mean, it just falls like basically a spear when you've got weight on one end of it like that. So you can fish it anywhere. Um, gosh, I don't think you can fish a Cinco wrong, to be honest. A lot of guys fishing the nail weight in the Cinco. Is that something you want to do on the Delta like the guys are doing in the lake? And what nail weights are you using? Are you fishing tungsten? Are you fishing lead? Uh, which which are the most popular of the nail weights in the in the Cinco? Well, I use a lot of nail weights, so I mean I use lead, um, and uh, and I use the biggest one I can get. Most of the time, it's somewhere around an eighth of an ounce. Um, there is some bigger ones out by some of the other companies, but most part eighth of an ounce. And but it falls really fast, just with that weight in one end of it, it falls just straight down. The Delta is. Probably not one of our best places to, to wacky rig with a nail weight, but if you're fishing in the, along the grass lines and stuff like that or along the, you're fishing it down off of breaks, you know, maybe fishing it five or six feet, kind of stair-stepping it down, it's an excellent it's an excellent technique for that. But it's not known like it is in our lakes. What about uh, going into some of the other baits besides the Cinco, going into the Swim and Cinco, um, talking a little bit about that bait. You know, they can fish the Phoenix Vibrating Jig, uh, down here in this tournament because it is a product that Yamamoto sells, so they can fish a uh, a quote unquote chatterbait style bait. Do you fish the uh, the swim senko behind that bait a lot? It's an excellent trailer for a for a chatterbait. I mean, a swim senko is just it's almost like it's made for that. And you know they make regular swim bait bodies too. You can just put a lead head on them and swim them. They make swim baits, and you know it's hard to, it's hard not to think about. You know, some of the big grubs. I mean, they make 10-inch grubs. I mean, it's a, that is an awesome bait in the Delta. Texas rig it. It's got a great tail action, but, it's you know, it's a big, bulky bait for those largemouth down there. You know, the uh, the hula grubs. I mean, gosh, they make the magnum hula grubs, the 6-inch hula grubs. It's a great bait in the Delta. You can use 5-inch, but the 6-inch is a better, you know, bigger profile bait. And you're fishing for a big fish down there, guys. I'd throw the bigger baits. Step up and fish a bigger bait. What are what are you expecting the fish to be doing in the Delta with this uh, great June weather we've had for uh, for turning on the frog bite, the buzz bait bite, and all the topwater fish in the Delta? What are you really expecting these fish to be doing? You know, that's a great question, and I, I tell you, fishing is really good right now, honestly. it's We're all, you know, making fun of this lousy weather we've been having, and it's cooler, and it's raining one day and clear the next, and then raining again. But it's really kind of prolonged our spring, and fishing is really good. I think fishing is better than, a, you know, a typical 1st of June myself. There is still some topwater fish. Um, you know, I'd still be throwing some topwater-based course, not in the Yamamoto tournament, guys, but, you know, and just in fishing. Well, there's the poppers. There's some of those baits that uh, that the hook's going to have. So there are still some topwater uh, poppers, the Segoy Splash, and some of those baits that are still out there that um, that they can fish. 
I forgot about that. I mean, dude, Segoy poppers, those aren't any good guys. They don't work on the lakes either. So <laughs> it's uh, Or at the U.S. Open at Lake Mead. Or especially at the U.S. Open in Lake Mead. It, uh, no, really, the topwater bite's still good. It's not maybe as good um, as the 1st of June, but fishing overall, it's, it's a lot better than I would say normally for this time of year. Fishing is awesome. Let's talk about the cuttail worm a little bit because I know that's a bait that, uh, um, well, it looks like the worm that you close the rod locker lid on and uh, picked it up and tore the tail off of it. But uh, that bait seems to be uh, a bait that a lot of the guys fish with. The bait that I actually I actually got onto that bait, believe it or not, in Korea. Um, I was over there, you know, and I bought some. was going out fishing, and I grabbed a, a bag of six and three-quarter inch cuttails, and, and I've used that bait ever since then, and it's a great bait at the Delta. It's also a bait that you can wacky rig and nail weight. Um, it's a great bait to Texas rig. It's just another bait. It's sort of like the Cinco. If you throw it, you're going to get bit. It's a great bait. Let's talk a little bit about, you know, the, 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 that cuttail worm. It's still a bait you can drop shot pretty well. You can drop shot it. Um, you can Texas rig it. You can nail weight it. It's gosh, it's just a bait that can go everywhere. And another bait in the Delta that's often overlooked is the Ica or Ica. I'm not exactly 100% sure how to say it. it uh, but it's a bait you can actually rig. And if you rig it what I call backwards and you pitch it in, it actually goes away from you. If you get some slack line, the bait will actually swim up underneath those mats and stuff kind of reversed. Derek Yamamoto said the crazy fools in California figured out that that bait would swim away from them. It's a pretty good deal when you can pitch it on the edge of a mat and that sucker swims three or four feet up underneath it. That's pretty cool. Well, it's a, it's kind of a cool bait, and, and that's a bait that's kind of overlooked, uh, the palm tree, I guess, in the Konami line, and they can throw the Konami line this weekend in the Yamamoto Open as well. So um, there's a lot of those uh, those baits with the Konami line as well. The, the Nori Bug, some of those baits will make great punching baits, great flipping baits as well. You know, the bottom line is whatever you want to do, if you want to, you know, fish fast or slow or punch or, you know, they, it all works. I mean, what I, what I be doing, I tell you what, I'd have a six-inch green pumpkin Cinco really close to me. Really close, six-inch green pumpkin Cinco. Let's step back on that six-inch green pumpkin Cinco. What line are you going to be fishing on at the Delta? Is it braid? Is it fluorocarbon, mono? What line? Well, water's pretty clear down there, so I'd probably be throwing it on, you know, on some P-line. And I'd be throwing 20. I mean, I wouldn't mess around with anything less than that. The fish that you're looking for is going to pull really hard. And, I mean, I'd want some 20-pound. You can either throw 20-pound fluorocarbon or 20-pound CXX. And either one of them will work really good. But I'd use a big line, and I'd use a heavy rod. Yeah, I'd be fishing, you know. My my personal favorite down there is my 736 frog rod because it's a great pitching stick. And, um, you know, Rich just fished the FLW tournament down there, and he caught every one of his fish on a 736 frog rod. Very light, very sensitive, extra fast, so it loads quick, gives you power to pull those big fish out of cover. Um, so I'd be using big rod, big line, big bait. I'd be going to win. Going to win. Do you have a prediction? Uh, what's it going to take? How big a fish is it going to take to take the money home in the Yamamoto Open? That is a really tough question because I think it's going to it's gonna take some pretty good-sized fish. When I was down there at the FLW on day two, they had three 11-pounders come in. Um, the biggest was 11-1, but they had two 11-0s come in, So, and they had a lot of 9s and 10s. But, gosh, in the Delta, I mean, there's a lot of 14- or 15-pound fish swimming around there. It's, it's hard to say, but it'll take a 10-plus without a doubt. Now, if I go back, thinking back a ways, um, the biggest fish ever caught in the Delta, um, which was which was caught a few years back, I think that fish was caught on a Cinco, wasn't it? 
You know, I think it was, and as, as I recall, it was like 18-something. Yeah, 16, 18. It was a giant, so we know that those fish are out there and, and they can catch them. What kind of cover are you looking at? You're looking at islands? You're looking at riprap? You're looking at wood? What are you, what are you really going to focus on? That's another kind of tough one because that big fish could be anywhere, but it would be, I like berms. I like, you know, the islands myself. It's just kind of my confidence deal. But you need something with deep water. I mean, ever seems like every time I catch a big, big fish down there, you know, that's most of those, most of your big fish will have spawned. There'll still be a few spawners left, but the vast majority are done in the big ones. And they're going to be close to that deep water somewhere. So I'd say get on deep water. Um, my cho- my choice would be on the berms. You're looking for one bite, guys. You're not looking for, you know, a limit of solid, you know, three, four, five pounders. You're trying to catch a 10. So big bait, big rod, fish close to deep water, and, and have a lot of fun. Would you uh, – wh- how big a fish would it take you to run back to the dock for the hourly prizes? How big a fish would you have to have in the live well to uh, pick that trolling motor up and run back? You know – Probably six. I mean, I'd probably think I'd need at least a six-pounder. Um, but you could get burnt with a six, and the next hour a six might be gold, and a, fight, a five might be gold. And so, you know, I mean, I'd definitely go weigh one in. If I had a fish over five pounds, I'd go weigh it in. Other than that, I think I'd just keep out there and keep scratching. And I also would pay attention to how the hourlies went ahead of me. You know, I mean, if it just happened to be kind of an off day and the big fish really weren't biting good, I might lower my expectations a little bit. But on the other side, if, you know, the first hour, if there's a 10 or 11-pounder weighed in, well, I'm going to be a little thinking I'm going to need a little bit bigger fish because, you know, some days big fish bite and some days they don't. There's always a couple caught, but some days there's a lot of them caught. Coming from a guy that won $10,000 with a three-pounder at Lake Don Pedro, anything can happen in a big fish tournament. Anything can happen in a big fish tournament, that's true. I mean, it. Uh, sometimes the big ones don't bite. I mean, it's just it's just the way it is, and... You know, some days you go in and you, you know, you're going to the scales. You just know you got a, you got it one. You've got big fish. You got an eight pounder. That's big fish for sure. And you get there and, and they don't. They just look at you and laugh at you if you want to weigh an eight pounder because there's already been a dozen over ten. That's just, that's just the way fishing goes. When the big fish really bite, lots of them bite. Um, hopefully, it's like that down there. It's going to be a lot of fun. The Yamamoto Open this weekend, the California Delta, you can get down. You can sign up Sunday only. And they really encourage you to bring the kids down. There's a separate kids category that they can fish in. And I think there's, you know, a reduced entry fee, 20 or $25, $30 entry fee, whatever it is, um, for the kids as well. You can get all that information, anglerspress.com, and uh, come down and fish, even if you can only make it on Sunday. Still five hourly prizes on Sunday and a chance to, to win all the money fishing just one day. Yeah, I tell you what, getting kids out on the water is a special deal. Um, you know, get your kids out. Little term, a little tournament competition added to it just makes it, you know, an even better day. But the main thing is get out, go fishing, have fun. You know, get them kids hooked on fishing, and and but just always make sure you have a good time. Longtime sponsor Yamamoto has been for you. You've won a lot of money on their baits. You've caught a lot of fish on their baits. I have to ask this question: How long did you have the Cinco in your tackle box before you ever fished with it? You know, I was a one. I was even dumber than that, Kent. I had it in my tackle box for probably two years, and I fished it the first day that that Bubba gave it to me. Um, Jerry Puckett gave me a couple bags to try, and me and Pat Donahoe was out on on Lake Powell, and it was tough, and we caught some fish on it, and just kind of laughed at it because it was such a dumb looking bait, and 
and then got away from it. But the second day of the tournament, it was really calm, and I couldn't get bit, so I pulled it out, and I caught some fish on it, and I did good that day. And then the next day, the wind blew, and I was back up on my jerk bait, and I kind of buried them in the bottom of my boat, and I didn't really pull them out for almost two years. And, I mean, I look back on that's one of the dumbest things I ever did when I, since I've been fishing. Every one of us had Cinco's in our boxes because being good friends with, you know, Derek, Bubba, Gary Yamamoto, we all had those baits. Check this bait out. And uh, we all we all had it long before we caught our first fish on it. How could a bait that looks that dumb, that lifeless, that ugly be as good as it is? And and it is. I mean, I just, I like to quote that, that my son Richard said the other day, dang, Dad, how did we ever catch a fish before they invented Cinco's? And he's leading the points race in the uh, EverStart Series, the FLW, going in one more tournament in uh, in September. And Cinco's been a big part of his uh, entire season with uh, Lake Roosevelt, Lake Shasta, and uh, and the California Delta. You took his Cinco away, he wouldn't even scratch the top three or four pages in the standings. <laughs> You know, every time we say something bad about Richard's fish catching ability, it gets back to him, too. We did it at Oroville. We did it, you know, every time we picked on him, it gets back to him. So we got to watch it. He is leading the points. Well, they better quit being a one-dimensional fisherman and catching them all on Cinco's. <laughs> <laughs> there you guys have it. The Yamamoto Open this weekend, the California Delta. Get signed up. It's going to be a lot of fun and uh, a bait that has won a lot of money for Gary Dobbins, the baits from the Yamamoto Bait Company. And uh, thanks for letting us pick your brain a little bit. It's fun. You know, good luck down there, you guys. Catch them, you know, have a good time, number one. Catch some big fish and uh, and be safe. Wear your life jackets. Still giving rods away. Uh, still going to give a boat away at uh, the end of the year. Guys can still get up there and get signed up on your website. Absolutely. Anyone that buys a Dobbins rod or demos one through one of my dealers, be sure and go into our drawing for uh, for a brand-new 2012 Z521 with a 250 HO Avenue on the back. Mincota Troller Motor and Hummingbird Electronics, and there is 20 different prizes. The boat obviously is number one, and we go right on down with with Mincota and Hummingbird products, and then we get into a bunch of rods we're going to give away. So be sure and enter, and cross your fingers because somebody's going to win one. Mike Van Wagner at uh, CNC Marine said that is a $20,000 boat. He sells them like that all the time. Yeah. <laughs> I'll tell you what, I want to buy a whole bunch of them at 20000 There you go, guys. Mike said, come by. They're not really 20, so don't be calling him. But uh, they're a little more than that. Great boat. Check it out, DobbinsRods.com. And uh, I think it's time we do a little pro tip. Now it's time for the Ultimate Bass Pro Tip of the Week, brought to you by Gone Fish and Marine and Mercury-Powered Nitro Boats. With 14 different models to choose from, Nitro and Gone Fish and Marine have the perfect bass boat for your needs. From the 17-foot 482 to the all-new Superfast Z9, powered by Mercury's new 250 Pro XS, you know Nitro has the boat for you. Gone Fish and Marine and Nitro invite you to ignite your passion. With 360 degrees of performance, more boat for your money, custom-matched trailers, no haggle, no hassle pricing. It's time you stepped up to a mercury-powered nitro. And now, here's your pro tip of the week. Well, it is definitely time to get your boat ready. If you haven't been fishing, I hope you're not one of those guys that's been holding off, holding off, and holding off to get everything ready to get out there and go fishing. But uh, hey, that's, that's a lot of us, actually, I think. But uh, it is definitely time. And, and even though we've got a little bit of rain, well, every weekend, 
um, it's supposed to turn 80 by midweek and time to get out there and go fishing. Hey, one of the things you got to realize is as you start adding accessories to your boat, you start adding things like the Sonic Hub from Lawrence to play your music on your iPod. You start adding structure scan. You start adding hydraulic jack plates. You're going to need to step up your crank battery in your boat. And uh, the other the other issue is you have to make sure that that crank battery is getting charged each and every time you plug the battery charger in. A lot of you have two or three bank battery chargers in your boats, and if they're a built-in battery charger, they're only charging your trolling motor batteries. They're not charging your crank battery. And I don't care how big an outboard you have. I run the biggest one Mercury makes. It does not have a large enough alternator to keep those batteries charged you're still going to have to put a battery charger on it or rig up a single bank battery charger to charge that every time you plug those trolling motor batteries in. That's your pro tip of the week. Gone Fish and Marine is one of the largest full-service dealers around, featuring the full line of mercury-powered nitro bass boats. Gone Fishing has a huge selection of electronics, boating accessories, parts, and an impressive tackle shop, along with professional factory-trained and certified mechanics. Ready for a new mercury-powered nitro? They're just off I-80 in Dixon on North Lincoln Street and never too far from your favorite fishing hole. Check them out on the web at gfmarine.com or give them a toll-free call at 877-305-7538. Gone Fishing Marine, your authorized nitro boats dealer. You can fish with the same rods as champion angler Gary Dobbins. And now you may be fishing from the same Ranger Evan route Gary fishes out of as well. That's right, Dobbins Rods is giving away a top-of-the-line Ranger Z521, powered by an Evan Rude 250 E-Tech, Minn Kota, and Humminbird Electronics, just like Gary's boat. And all you have to do is purchase a Dobbins Rod, or give one of the participating dealers demo rods a try, and then you can enter. The Dobbins Rods Ranger Evan Rude giveaway is going on now. For more information and contest rules, check out DobbinsRods.com, or visit your local Dobbins Rods dealer, and you might be towing away a new Ranger boat or one of the other great prizes. Dobbins Rods. Where fishing is more than just a hobby. Kent Brown here from Ultimate Bass. If you know how to read the water, it's a lot easier to find the fish. But reading the water won't give you any warning of a boating accident. And when accidents happen, it's usually too late to reach for a life jacket. That's why it's a great idea to wear a life jacket whenever you're using your boat. Today's life jackets are lightweight, comfortable, and they don't get in the way of finding those fish. So wear it, California. This message brought to you by the United States Coast Guard and the California Department of Boating and Waterways. Do you have that old favorite lure in your tackle box that always catches fish? We all do. Chances are that lure is made from one of the many companies at Pradco. With brands like Rebel, Hedden, Bomber, Cordell, Smithwick, Arbogast, Excalibur, Booyah, and Yum, now every lure in your tackle box is a fish catcher. There are many new models and colors, as well as your old favorites, from top waters like the Hedden Super Spook to the Yum brand of soft plastics. The fish-catching lures from Pradco are proven tournament winners at affordable prices. You can see the complete line at LureNet.com or visit your favorite tackle store. With Pradco brand baits, you won't need to be lucky. Hey, you looking for a fishing getaway that won't cost a fortune in gas? Party Lake Red. Recreation Area is the place located 30 miles southeast of Sacramento. Party Lake is one of the most beautiful facilities in the mother load, and the best thing is it's a fishing lake. No jet skis or wakeboarders make it a quiet fishing getaway. Party Lake owns the state record smallmouth bass, and double-digit largemouth fall victim to swim baits every week. If you're chasing bass, trout, kokanee, catfish, or bluegill, you're sure to hook up at Party Lake. Party stocks thousands of catchable trout each month. A six-lane boat ramp, fish cleaning station, marina, tackle shop, boat rentals, fuel 
fuel, and a well-stocked store as well as newly remodeled coffee shop has everything you need. If your weekend getaway calls for more than just fishing, Jackson Rancheria Casinos just minutes away with top-name entertainment, casino gaming, and five-star hotel accommodations, and your Jackson Rancheria Dreamcatcher card will reward you with VIP treatment, rooms, meals, and more. So the next time you're looking for a weekend getaway that won't break the bank, head out to Pardee Lake Recreation Area and Jackson Rancheria Hotel and Casino and catch a dream. To stop the spread of Kaga mussels, Pardee Lake requires your boat to be clean and dry and will be inspected at the ramp. Hey, mark your calendars. Coming to Sportsman's Warehouse, June 18th, the Bassapalooza. Yes, at Bassapalooza. Again, he loves the name of that. They're going to have Kokanee Palooza here pretty soon, I'm sure. And they'll have all the Kokanee Palooza baits on sale that day, too, Sep. But uh, Bassapalooza is coming to uh, Sportsman's Warehouse, 6640 Lone Tree Boulevard in Rockland. It is brought to you by our friends at the Bayside Adventure Sports Club and uh, Michael Baggin and the crew. And remember, Michael, he's the guy that won the uh, Future Pro Tour Championship last year. Michael's going to be there. Uh, they're going to be doing seminars, the hunt for big river stripers, best methods for big numbers of bass, big bass, pros pointers on Folsom and Berryessa, and then a spe- special how to put the kids on fish. So make sure you make plans to attend Bassapalooza. Coming to our Sportsman's Warehouse store, June 18th, that's uh, just before Father's Day. So you're going to be in there anyway looking for something for Dad. As the summer rolls into fishing, uh, head out to your lakes and rivers. Um, Bass fishing is uh, getting real good, and these guys are going to help you catch more fish all summer long. Make plans, Bassapalooza, Sportsman's Warehouse, 6640 Lone Tree Boulevard, the place for anglers, hunters, and outdoorsmen to get everything they need. And now, back to Ultimate Bats with Kent Brown. Hey, guys, we're back. We have not uh, touched bases with uh, this guy in a while and uh, was just kind of running through the calendar the other day and went, gosh darn it, he's got a tournament coming up, and he hasn't even called me to uh, to try to get some folks signed up. Our tournament director from U.S. Angler's Choice, they've got a big pro-am. The last pro-am of the season uh, combined their TOC and the Clear Lake Open together coming next weekend to Clear Lake. And after the wait you heard about uh, a little bit earlier in the CBC, guys will be ready. Joining us this morning, our buddy Bill Hutchison. Good morning, Hutch. Morning, Kent. How you doing? Good, man. Well, did you learn anything about fishing a Cinco from Dobbins? Well, <laughs> you know, I was surprised to hear Gary on the show, but, uh, you know, his story seems to be like everybody's story. It took a little while to get uh, accustomed to the Senko, but once you do, it's an addiction. You can't get it out of your box. Well, you know, I tell everybody in my seminars that uh, we were, uh, we were, let's just say we were all together at the ICAST show in Las Vegas at the Hard Rock um, one night drinking, uh, drinking iced tea. Um, the, the, a big bunch of us. And, uh, and we decided that, uh, we came up with a new t-shirt idea for a Cinco. It just said, Cinco, making fishermen out of idiots, the Yamamoto Bait Company. But Derek Yamamoto said his dad would never go for that. So we never did make that t-shirt, but it, uh, it definitely has uh, done that in a lot of applications. You know that? No question about that. And, you know, I, I think just like you, when that bait first came out and we all looked at it, we, we just kind of stared at it and said, what the hell is that? <laughs> yeah. Oh, rig it in the middle. Uh-huh, yeah, whatever. That thing looks terrible, you know, so without a doubt. Hey, you know what? There's going to be some Seiko fish caught next weekend at Clear Lake in the uh, USAC Pro-Am, the last one of the season going on uh, next Saturday and Sunday. There's still room to sign up. Um, don't know how you're doing on co-anglers, but I know there's definitely still room to sign up as a pro. 
Absolutely. And, you know, uh, just as you said, the, the CBC weights this last week showed that the fish are there and the fish are biting. And uh, as is typical with just about every event that uh, is going on up north this uh, past year for any organization, it seems like the co-anglers coming in are a lot heavier than the pros. So uh, as with those events, we're looking for pros to sign up for this particular event. Uh, this is going to be held uh, June 11th and 12th, next Saturday and Sunday. We're going to be going out of the Redbud Launch, south end of Clear Lake. Mm -hmm. uh, hopefully the weather gods will cooperate with us. I know that it's been a, a windy, rainy year for a lot of events up north, but uh, I tell you what, looks like we're finally starting to get into some of that good weather that uh, we expect, and uh, the big fish should be going off. I'm telling you, you know, I looked at the, the midweek weather report, Bill. They're talking for mid-80s up here for, you know, the midweek uh, weather. And uh, if we get that, if that holds true, um, fishing will absolutely be off the hook when you guys get up here Saturday and Sunday. And, and you'll be able to do, you know, just about anything you want to catch them, I think. That's the beauty of Clear Lake about this time of year, too. Whether it's, like you say, frogs, jigs, senkos, reaction baits, spinner baits, you know, there's going to be something for just about everybody with every fishing technique going. And again, uh, great, great, great time of year to be on Clear Lake. And uh, if nothing else, come on out and give your boat a chance to dry out from the last tournament that we had there. Well, let's talk about the guy that's leading the points race in the north right now. Um, this uh, this is going to be uh, be a horse race with uh, with these two guys. Uh, one point separating he and Glenn Lockhart, uh, but our old buddy D. Thomas leading the points uh, in the northern division. So uh, pretty cool uh, to know that when you read down that list of young guys that uh, uh, that are not carrying an oxygen tank, the old man is still kicking their ass. You know, and it is great to see D. He came out uh, very strong, started the year off with a win at Orville, and has been consistent in the other two events. So it'll be real interesting. Uh, I, I have to laugh because right after we got done with our last tournament at the Delta, D called me up within a day or two and said, hey, hey, you know, I just figured out the points. And am I in first place? And I said, yeah, D, that's how I got you set up here. You are in first place, my friend. <laughs> so it's going to be real good to see him out there and uh, – you know, certainly uh, while all tournament directors have to be impartial, a part of me kind of hopes that he pulls it off. Well, I think everybody, um, you know, wants to uh, uh, wants to see him pull it off. I just, you know, I got a I got a phone call last weekend from uh, from Mike Reynolds, and uh, you know, Mike having a great year on the FLW tour right now. He's in third in the point standings, and Mike just called me and said, uh, you know, I've been meaning to ask, how's D feeling, and. Oh, heck, dude, give me his cell phone number. I need to call D and just, you know, say hi. I haven't seen him in a while. So, you know, even Reynolds, he's chasing the bass across the country in the FLW Tour, but he said he's been thinking about D, so that was kind of cool. Well, and it'll be nice to be out, you know, as you say, D's, uh, D's getting up there in years. It'll be nice to see him get out there and have a tournament where he can spend his time fighting the fish instead of fighting the weather. He's a million years old. Who are you kidding? He was fishing the Delta when the, levee, when the rocks on the levee were still soft. Well, you know, when, when exactly, when he gets pulled over by the police and they ask for his driver's license, they look at the birth date, it says use carbon-14 dating. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Yeah, Thomas' social security number when he wins money on Angler's Choice has only got three numbers. <laughs> you got it. <laughs> All right, buddy. How can Anyhow, they get... Uh, yeah, folks who might be interested in coming out this weekend, and again, should be an outstanding weekend for fishing, go ahead and give us a call. Our number is one 800 360 7112. We can get you signed up. Again, pros, uh, if you don't have a co-angler, don't worry. We've got plenty of guys on the waiting list. Go ahead and give us a call. We'll get you paired up. Uh, guaranteed you have a partner to go out with for both days.
Get ready, guys. Fishing's going to be off the hook. Clear like next week when Angler's Choice makes their final stop, the Northern Division. For more information, uh, you guys can always log on to anglerschoice.com and uh, get all the information, the phone numbers, and uh, and everywhere you need to call to sign up. It's going to be a great tournament up there out of the Red Bud Park next Saturday and Sunday. Uh, maybe we'll uh, maybe we'll get somebody to call in live from the water before you guys blast off next week, buddy. We can do that. You got it. Bill Hutchison from uh, U.S. Angler's Choice to get signed up. Hutch, always good to catch up with you, pal. Always great talking with you, Ken. Take care, Bill. You too. Bye-bye. Ultimate Bass with Ken Brown. We'll be right back. If you're looking to buy a new Mercury-powered Triton boat or already own one, Gone Fishing in Dixon is your place to call home. From the aluminum VT-16 to the Tournament Top 21 XS, Gone Fishing's lineup of Triton boats offers the most advanced design, ride, performance, and safety features in the industry. With Triton Gold Tournament bonuses and Gone Fishing's award-winning Mercury Premier Service Center by your side, the advantages to being a Triton boat owner were never greater. Visit us right off I-80 in Dixon as Gone Fishing Marine, Mercury Outboards, and Triton Boats bring you Ultimate Bass University, the third Tuesday of every month at 6.30. Find out more at GF Marine. Marine.com. Guns Fishing and Other Stuff in Vacaville wants bass anglers to know they are your one-stop bass fishing superstore. No matter where you're headed, Guns Fishing and Other Stuff has the largest selection of bass tackle, rods, reels, and electronics in the area. Not just a few lucky crafts, but hundreds of colors and sizes. And not just a couple of Pradco baits, they stock hundreds of your favorites and some new colors that soon will be your favorites. Soft plastics from all the big manufacturers, swim baits, terminal tackle, and all the rods and reels the pros use. Sure, they have guns and other stuff, but they should be called guns, bass fishing, and other stuff. With their great selection and enough inventory, they won't be sold out when you get there. Guns, fishing, and other stuff. Right off I-80 in Vacaville at 197 Butcher Road. Or check them out online at gunsfishing.com. Make guns, fishing, and other stuff in Vacaville your store for all your bass fishing needs. Anytime your boat's running, you should always be wearing your life jacket. You never plan on going into the water. But 34% of all drowning deaths are anglers who fall overboard. My name is Gary Dobbins. I'm a professional bass angler. In 2008, I came within a breath of drowning after being ejected from my boat. I was not wearing a life jacket. If it's your boat, it's your responsibility. A message from the California Department of Boating and Waterways. I was very lucky that day. Please wear your life jackets. Just like a boxer knows that standing still is a losing game plan, the same can be said for fishing. you got to stick and move. On the water, nothing moves faster than the Okuma Trio High-Speed Spinning Reel. 6.2 to 1 gear retrieve, dissecting prime water with speed and efficiency. Crossover construction and dual-force drag hits with power. The Trio High-Speed Spinning Reels make success simple. Cover more water and catch more fish. Catch them online at okumafishing.com or at your local dealer. On May 28, 2003, a beautiful 11-year-old boy named Anthony was teak surfing, hanging from the swim platform of a moving boat. A boat's carbon monoxide emissions are 100 times deadlier than a car's, and those fumes killed him in seconds. If it's your boat, it's your responsibility. A message from the California Department of Boating and Waterways. I'm not an actor. I'm Anthony's dad. I didn't understand the dangers of teak surfing, but now... 
you do. Don't miss a single show. Ultimate Bass is now broadcasting live streaming audio at seps.com and ultimatebassradio.com. And all the shows are archived there and at westernbass.com as well. Now you can listen to new or past shows on the Internet or download them to your iPod or MP3 player for listening whenever and wherever you want. Listen to us live on the Internet anywhere in the world with our new high-definition digital sound. Ultimate Bass, Saturday mornings from 5 to 6. Now there's no reason to miss a single show. I'm boater and angler Sepp Hendrickson of California Sportsman. And I'm Kent Brown, professional angler from Ultimate Bass. Most people know us as anglers first. But whenever you're on the water, in a boat, even if you're out there to catch that kokanee, you're a boater first, which means you've got to wear a life jacket. You don't need to wear one that's bulky or could make it tough to reel in a largemouth. You know, with today's life jackets, you barely know you're wearing one until it counts. So wear it, California. This message brought to you by the United States Coast Guard and the California Department of Boating and Waterways. Looking to increase your bass fishing knowledge and keep up to date with everything going on in the bass fishing world, then westernbass.com is your online source that will keep you in the middle of the fishing action, not just a forum. Westernbass.com offers an online magazine complete with fish catching tips in every article, video, photos, and special prices from advertisers every week. Westernbass.com hosts a free classified section to help you move that boat or extra tackle or find your own fishing treasure. Tournament pages that notify you of upcoming tournaments and recent results. You may already be a fan of westernbass.com and we invite you to explore all the links. We're sure you'll find some great bass fishing information you may already be missing. Westernbass.com, the largest bass fishing website in the West. Hey guys, I am headed to Bucks Outboards for about three hours, keeping an eye on the clock. Come down and hang out with us. We're going to be doing some seminars. Let Lenny buy you lunch. It'll be a good opportunity to hang out. I'm going to Gone Fishing Marine to pick up my new boat. From spotted bass in lakes to large mouth in the Delta, Ultimate Bass will help you catch more fish. With tips and techniques from tournament pros around the world and top bass anglers from all over the West. Coming up next, two more hours of outdoor entertainment with Sepp Hendrickson and California Sportsman. Ultimate Bass is a production of Sepp's Pro Fishing Incorporated. Thanks for listening. When it comes to the newest and finest products in the fishing industry, look no further than Fisherman's Warehouse. All four convenient locations are well stocked with product and fully staffed with knowledgeable employees to help you make the right selection for every type of fishing anywhere in the world. With locations in Sacramento, Manteca, Fresno, and San Jose, Fisherman's Warehouse will solve all your angling needs. Thursday night at all locations is seminar night. Local experts, guides, and regional pros give seminars and present demonstrations, sharing tackle, techniques, locations, and tips to make experienced and novice anglers more knowledgeable and better prepared to hit the water. If you're looking for the latest from Shimano, Fisherman's Warehouse is your Shimano headquarters for Northern California. From Shimano's freshwater spinning and casting reels to deep sea reels designed for saltwater, Fisherman's Warehouse and Shimano have it all, including Shimano's full line of rods for both fresh and saltwater applications. Serving anglers' needs for over 25 years, Fisherman's Warehouse has it all. And if it's new from Shimano, you'll see it first at Fisherman's Warehouse, Sacramento, Manteca, Fresno, and San Jose. And be sure to check out their online store at Fisherman'sWarehouse.com. Know the best thing on water? 
you. With friends and family, finding the perfect fishing hole courtesy of your Honda Outboard. With more four-stroke choices than anyone, plus legendary reliability and fuel economy, you know every trip will be a good one. Sporting the full line of Honda Outboards, plus an award-winning service department, your go-to Honda headquarters is Gone Fishing Marine in Dixon. See what they can do for you at gfmarine.com or right off I-80 in Dixon. Gone Fishing Marine and Honda Outboards, never too far from your favorite fishing hole. Don't miss a single show. California Sportsman with Seth Hendrickson is now broadcasting live streaming audio at seps.com and ultimatebassradio.com. And all shows are archived there, too. So now you can listen to live or archived shows on the Internet or download them to your iPod or MP3 player for listening whenever and wherever you want. Listen to us live on the Internet anywhere in the world with our new high-definition digital sound. California Sportsman, Saturday mornings from 6 to 8. Now there's no reason to miss a single show. Show. 